0: Hi, and welcome back to Kylie Says. If you're just landing at this podcast for the very first time and you haven't listened to any others, or even if you had, I just thought that now might be a good reminder as to what this podcast is about, how you can use it, what you seek to find here, and really why I started it in the first place. So for me, I've been going on this self-help journey that I like to call it. I'm not ashamed by the term self-help at all. I think it's super powerful. And I really want this podcast to feel like your very own self-help partner, your partner in crime. Um, I'm a blogger. I'm a mom. I'm a senior marketing executive, and I am truly a recovering perfectionist. And this podcast will get real on topics like spirituality, disordered eating, wellness, motherhood, friendships, marriage, and more. And so this is really an opportunity to kind of follow me in real time as I continue exploring my own self journey. And I hope that this is a place where you can connect to my very deeply personal account of what it's like finding myself in my early thirties, almost mid thirties now, let's be honest. If you don't follow me on Instagram, you can also follow me there at Kylie Mojadidi. And you can connect with me on my blog as well at www.tanandwild.com. So thanks so much for stopping by because shit is about to get real. Today, I want to talk about navigating uncertainty. And I feel like in the market that we're in right now, and what's going on in the world in general, it can really feel like everything around you is swirling out of control, and that everything, including your future, maybe where you felt like you were safe in a job, or where you just felt safe in general, is being threatened, and that uncertainty can cause you to feel and react in a number of ways that might not be what's really the most true to yourself. And this is not to say that I am not aware that shit is going on in the world right now and that many people have been affected by layoffs by everything going on with the bank right now like there are a lot of things that are really going crazy right now and i realize that people's livelihoods are being threatened so this is not at all meant to be an episode where i'm wholly unaware or out of touch with reality What I am going to try to cover in this episode that I hope you'll stay tuned with me for is some things that you can do to better ground yourself in moments like these when you do feel like you are totally uncertain on what's going to happen, where you fit, where you're going to land, how things are going to be, you know, how you're going to kind of keep everything afloat. I assume that many of you that are listening to this podcast are interested in bettering yourself and figuring out ways to, you know, cope with things that are happening in your lives. And I think one way to really do that is to set some sort of boundaries, A, but also to really kind of be the architect of your days for the things that you can control so that you do feel like you are gaining some of the power back that you may be losing in the day-to-day from situations or scenarios that are far outside of your control. I know many friends who are, or just, you know, many friends, family members colleagues and friends of friends who have been affected by things that are happening in the world and in the realm of business today. And one thing that I think is going to happen as the industry that we're in, especially in Silicon Valley, one that's so pervasive in this work, 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 burn yourself into the ground to showcase your worth, only then to either be let go from a company you were so strongly attached to and realize that they didn't actually have, you know, as much love for you as you maybe did for it, which can feel incredibly life-altering. I'm hoping that this moment in time may be a chance for reflection for many people who have worked themselves into the ground trying to build a future for themselves and who have not taken the time for themselves to really focus on what lights them up inside and what brings them absolute passion because they've been so focused on building, 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 working, 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 and our mentality of what actually creates a successful human being today, especially in the Silicon Valley, is literally working nonstop. You will probably have, you've probably heard people talking about, oh, yeah, I'm so busy. I don't have, you know, I don't even have time to get lunch. I barely have time. I have to schedule in time to go to the bathroom. And those things were truly a badge of honor, I feel like, when I was still commuting into the office. If you were first in and last out, you were working harder than anyone else. I genuinely feel that if I have never been that person because I just cannot physically work that way, and now that i know my human design i know that i truly not meant to work that way others might be totally enjoying being able to put all of their energy into work because for some if you are working in an industry that really lights you up and you love what you're doing you love the people you interact with you love the you know you love the topics you love the the ability to kind of think critically and really deconstruct everything that you're working with or figure out solutions problem solve and that's amazing because then you're using your gifts in the way that you're truly meant to use them but i'm hoping that this i'm truly truly hoping that everything that's happening in the world today is going to be a big wake-up call where we will finally realize, similar to what happened with covid which is obviously an awful scenario that we are still dealing with today But I do think that a number of people that were, you know, stuck in their homes and really, really stuck looking at themselves in the mirror, they were really asked from, you know, their higher, the highest version of themselves, like, am I happy? Is this what I want to do? And we saw a lot of people changing jobs and really moving into focus areas that really lit them up and made them feel so inspired and empowered. And... I think a lot of people became better versions of themselves through COVID because they were forced to actually do that work that traditionally we don't have the time for. So while this is absolutely a critical moment in time for so many people where it is kind of like do or die and you must work to, you know, fix everything that's going on with your client's problems. I also think that it has to be a moment where at some point you have to say there are scenarios at play here that are completely outside of my control. And if you're one of those people that absolutely needs control and feel like you have to be doing something 24-7 in order to feel like you're being a useful human being, take a breather. Literally take a night off after whatever p.m. you feel comfortable, whether it's 8 p.m., 5 p.m., 11 p.m. Take The night off and just sit with yourself sit with your spouse read a book go outside one of the things that i think is the most important at least for me is really journaling in the morning and sometimes like i haven't actually even been able to do my journaling today I probably could have, but I just didn't prioritize it. But I do have it sitting right next to me. And because I know that it is an intention, I'm going to follow through. It provides you an opportunity to set an intention, set a manifestation, and set some sort of an affirmation for yourself that you have something to do, something to accomplish that you absolutely know that you are in control of. And I think when we're when we're experiencing times that are completely uncertain, the best place to turn is inward. Because... You can only control how you feel, how you react, and the energy that you are putting out. If you are someone who takes on the energy of others and the stress of other people, these sorts of scenarios are going to be so incredibly overwhelming. And it might even be helpful for you to do some sort of like a clearing of figuring out, okay, how do I, how do I associate what is actually my energy and what is the energy of those that I've been in communication with during this very stressful time? being able to set aside some time to actually do some energy clearing work is going to be hugely, hugely important for all of you. And one way to do that is actually through breathing. And I have just recently been getting a lot more into breathing exercises and i'll admit that at first they felt way too woo woo for me i'm you know i'm really just like kind of getting involved in all of the aspects of spirituality and kind of like figuring out exactly what makes me feel the best when it comes to wellness quote unquote and i had always kind of turned away from breathing exercises because i felt like it was just pointless like okay breathing is not going to make me feel anything and recently i actually did this breathing meditation And it truly, I felt a massive shift internally. I felt like I could almost break down and cry during this breathing exercise, which is something that I absolutely never thought that I would say. And I have been very much looking into retreats lately that offer breath work as one of the benefits of attending the retreat. And I've been watching some videos of actual breath work taking place where people are laying down and they are literally coming to terms with or cracking the code on something that you can tell had been harboring inside of them causing them so much pain and they are just coming to in a way that seems so incredibly spiritually aligned and just you can tell that the people that are actually doing this breath work where they're starting to cry something there's some sort of a seismic shift internally there and i think that that is a huge gift and one of the breathing exercises that i recently did was breathing in through your nose eight times and you can go fast or slow and then you breathe out once through your nose and then you do that same practice for maybe a few minutes And if it seems like breathing in eight times through your nose is a little bit too fast, you can totally adjust it. You can do four. You know, you can do two and one big exhale. But it really, the purpose of this is really to breathe in your own energy and to release the energy that you've picked up throughout the day. And I think that in this atmosphere, it's incredibly important to be mindful of what your own energetic state is and those that are swirling around you that might be impacting you. I think the hardest thing to do in moments like this is to actually take a step back and realize, oh my God, I am so out of control. I don't know what the heck is going to happen. My future is feeling impacted right now. And the best thing to do is again, like focus on what you absolutely can control and identify one or two things that truly make you happy and try to incorporate those throughout your week. I think that if you're living on the day to day of absolutely not knowing what your future is going to hold, you are going to be stressed as hell. And I can only imagine, I mean even just talking about it makes me feel incredibly anxious. And if you're someone who's anxious by nature and you know, many of us I think have become more conditioned to the to anxiety becoming the norm, then I think you're going to have to really work with your partner or work with, you know, on your own to identify how do you best create or get back to a state of a homeostasis internally because it's very very difficult when you're in when your natural state is just going like crazy and constantly in fight or flight you're you're releasing so much cortisol into your system cortisol is the stress hormone that's released in our bodies when we get into these moments where we feel like we're in a fight or flight scenario it's almost like if someone comes into the room that you feel incredibly uncomfortable with that hormone is going to start leaking out into your bloodstream because you're going to feel, oh, I don't know if I feel safe with this person. And safety is one of those feelings and emotions where cortisol is going to be released into your body like crazy. And if it's constantly in your body, you have no homeostasis. You have not been able to really balance your natural um, you know, your natural state of being. So you're going to continuously have all of these things. You're going to have, you're going to feel like you're having crashes. You're going to get headaches. You're going to feel like you're completely out of control. Like you almost are shaky. You can barely eat. And none of those things are going to be helpful for you when you're navigating an uncertain time. And this doesn't have to be what's happening in the world right now, but because it's so close to so many of my clients and friends and colleagues and their families, this is something that felt very relevant right now. Another topic that I wanted to discuss is around money and your feelings towards or about money. I've been talking about this a lot with my husband, but in general, I've been doing a lot of personal work on what money means to me and what sort of a tool I view money as. Do I view money from a lacking mindset, from an abundance mindset? And I would just encourage you to think about a few things when it comes to money. One, what is money to you? Is it a tool? Is it a lifeline? Is it something that you you feel you grew up with, this scarcity mindset where your parents always talked about, you know, money is tight, honey. I wish that we were able to do that, but we can't. We can't afford it. Or did you grow, did you grow up where you never heard your family talking about money and it was, you know, you were able to pretty much get everything that you needed, even if you didn't come from the most wealthy family in the world, but you always felt like you were taken care of, if you wanted to participate in sports and you wanted to be able to, you know, if you wanted to be able to get a new uniform or anything like that, you definitely could, but there were limits to it, you know, that what what was that scenario for you? Because becoming aware of what that scenario looks like is going to be incredibly instrumental in how you continue to bring income into your life. Bringing income into your life shouldn't necessarily feel super hard. And this is what I wanna come back to when I'm talking about navigating uncertainty and feeling like, okay, you know, my lifeline is up in the air. What, is this all, what does this all mean for me? Am I going to lose my only means of making money? I just made this huge purchase or something along those lines. If you're thinking of money in that lacking mindset, you're putting out energy that money is something to be lost and money is something to be scared of receiving. And that is definitely not the energetics that you want to be putting out there when it comes to money. You want to be thinking of money as a tool to allow you to help other people or to allow you to help yourself. And money, in my mindset, has... So everything has a yin and a yang. The yin is the feminine energy and the yang is the masculine energy. So... This is, you know, even in your relationships, one of you may have more feminine energy and one of you may have the masculine energy in your children, in things that you buy. You know, people will call their boats or, you know, their motorcycle a her because to them it has this feminine energy. It's allowing them to move seamlessly from place to place. But if you think about money from the sense of, think about the, the way and the reason that I think of money is more of this feminine energy versus this masculine energy is I feel like we kind of have it all wrong a lot of a lot of people today i feel like associate money with masculine energy because traditionally when you think of someone who is super wealthy or you think of a ceo you automatically think of a male but if you think about it from the sense of looking back at history or mythology most of the goddesses or the symbols of abundance were female if you think of a woman going to, you know, I don't know, get groceries, she will turn those groceries into a meal. She will buy a house and turn that house into a home. She will take a bunch of sheets and turn it into a cozy, warm bed for you to sleep. Like, that is kind of the way that, for me, when I think of money, I think of it as this money is a tool to allow you to do something else. It is the means to an end, but not the, or I think that's what I'm trying to say, but. This is obviously an incredibly touchy subject, so this is something that is my belief. I have always believed from the very young age, and maybe this was me kind of understanding some of my intuitive power, I always would end up getting money when I really needed it. And that for me, when I was growing up, would always come through like a modeling gig or some some you know i was booking a job or i was getting a check from something that i forgot i was getting a check for or i had loaned someone something and they were had just paid me back right when i needed it so i've always had this positive association with if something is coming up that i need to pay for i will always have money to pay for it i will always have the means to allow me to do or you know take take part in something that i really want to do or that i need to do like taxes or something like that and I think that during these times, being able to kind of sit down and come to terms with, that, with what your mindset is around money is going to be really important because you're going to have to be faced with what that is no matter what, whether you want to be or whether you don't want to be. And the way that you start or continue shaping your mindset around money is going to heavily impact how you view money moving forward. And this is not to say that you can't want for money. Of course, but all I'm saying is when you're thinking about the way that money that you interact with and that you generally associate with money, do you think of hardship? Do you think of pain? Do you think of long work hours? Do you think of struggle? Because if that's how you're used to actually making money, you will continue to have to do those things to bring any money in because your mindset is so solidified around the fact that it must be hard to bring in money that will, that it will continue to be hard to bring in money. And the universe will continue to give you what you want, which is hardship because the universe doesn't know the difference between your unconscious and your conscious thought. So if unconsciously you are very much aligned with the thought that I have to work my ass off and do 16-hour days in order to bring in money... The universe will allow that scenario to continue and continue and continue to play out right before your eyes where you feel like you have absolutely no grips on it. So this is a moment in time to slowly start reshaping that narrative. Slowly start re-envisioning the way that money comes to you. Write down affirmations about money. Write down affirmations that money comes to me easily, money comes to me easily, money is my friend, money is my friend, or whatever something like that is. And I realize this is gonna sound silly and it might even sound batshit crazy, But I would encourage you to try to come to terms with some of those thoughts that you think may negatively be impacting the way that you could be framing your mindset about certain scenarios that are hard, especially when you're, you know, when you're in a scenario like we are in today in recessionary times where it seems like, you know, the government is saying that these, that this is scarce. There's a scarcity. Like we are, people are losing money. People don't have access to their funds. And yes, in certain situations, that's clearly factual. So I'm not saying that this, you know, I'm not talking about imaginary things like money trees. All I'm talking about is your mindset, which again, is something that you can control. You cannot control what's happening at the bank. You cannot control what's happening in the job market. You can control your mindset around how you see, experience, and feel the energies around certain things. So that is one of the things that I think you need to continue to focus on. Also... I think one thing that's really important is being able to identify something that is, you know, maybe a fault of yours and something that isn't. I think when these sorts of scenarios come up where you get into some sort of a hardship, it's incredibly difficult not to feel personally responsible. Is there something that I could have done different? Is this really, you know, did I really work so hard for this to happen to me? That victim mentality is going to do you very very little good and I know because I have been in victim mentality nearly my entire life and I am just starting to escape that victim mentality it's literally like the best way that I can visualize it is like you're almost in this cave and you've been sitting inside of this cave not knowing that if you just walk a few feet you'll be able to exit the cave and see that the Sun has actually been shining this whole entire time but you've just been stuck in this cave Because you didn't know that you had a choice and now you see oh my gosh like there's this whole horizon out there there's beautiful trees and cacti and you know it's i see the sun setting and the colors of the sunset are red and pink and orange and yellow and it's absolutely the most beautiful sight and i've just been sitting inside of this cave looking at this dark gray wall not knowing that there was anything else that could completely blow my mind And it could literally be something as simplistic as feeling like a victim or feeling in control of what you can control. And for control freaks, moments of hardship and uncertainty are going to feel like literally life or death. And I am totally aware of that. I think it's super important to also, if you're thinking about and being... Being aware of some of your habits when things do get hard. Do you immediately turn to alcohol? Do you immediately finish bottles and bottles of wine at night because that's your way to cope after a super long day? Do you take z or something every single night just so that you can go to sleep because you have so much anxiety that you're unable to cope without actually utilizing something like that? Do you feel like you have no way to focus during the day because you are so overwhelmed unless you take pills or drugs or something to allow you to actually focus and get the job done because otherwise you're so scattered you don't know where to put your focus and your attention? If that is the case, then you are at a true impetus in life and you really need to start paying attention to where you're focusing your energy and how you harness that energy to do the best work for yourself. And this is when I feel like human design comes so much into play here. Human design is literally just a guidebook for how to best utilize, you know, what the tools that you were born with are telling you. And one thing that I think is so freaking amazing about human design is that it basically is looking at the planetary aspect of where you were born. It's also looking at things like your zodiac sign. It's also looking at some of the guidelines in which your gifts fall into. And every single person has a unique design and every single person Has gifts, and every single person is also born with innate abilities to make an impact on the world. And each gift that you have is something that's either conscious or subconscious. And you may not really know what those are, but all of them are aligned to planetary themes like sun, earth. So the sun is your core energy, your personal power, and your talent, for instance. And then if you look at the moon, it's what drives you in life. And then it'll give you a numerical assignment on your human design chart that will tell you what purpose you are meant to serve and it will absolutely blow your mind. And if this is something that interests you, let me know because I can pull up your chart for you and help you walk through some of these things and identify for you where you might be hiding some talents or where you better want to, you know, understand human design that you may potentially not have really understood before. And it's really just a guide to get you to understand, you know, the foundations of your life, your gifts, your purpose, your body and your mind and how you then use those to the best of your ability to really show up the best that you can in every single moment in time, no matter what's happening, whether it's a horrible time or an amazing time. And that I think is one of the most special things about human design. There are gates, there are planets, there are channels. There are, is your strategy, your authority. And if all of this sounds so confusing, but it sounds interesting to you, please reach out to me because I'm working on getting certified in human design as a human design reader so that I can actually help other people better understand what their purpose is and what human design really has to offer you. Once you are willing to actually take the deep dive into how it can, what it looks like and what it might mean for you and how you can best manifest this life that's, you know, your, your true design. And I think that that's something that is so incredibly impactful that once you hear about it, you absolutely will not be able to turn back because it will give you so much insight and it will be so incredibly defining for who you are. You will feel seen for the first time and maybe forever. And this is one of those moments where if you're in a period of uncertainty, you have to find something that makes you feel grounded. And I talked a little bit about getting grounded earlier in this episode, but another thing that I think is super important is grounding grounding might sound a little bit confusing, but it's literally what it what it means. It's when you go outside barefoot and you actually just put your feet on the earth and you just take a few moments to allow the energy from the earth to really move through you and to allow your energy to move back into the earth. So it's almost like this period of oneness that you have with the earth to really reground yourself and understanding what matters and that you're just a small part of this huge thing, but you have something so unique to offer. It's literally just like if you were to put one little seed, think about it like this. You put one seed in the ground and that that seed grows into a huge tree and all of those roots are its individual benefits, gifts, and purpose in life to help hold it up. You are one of those roots in this great tree of life and every single one of you has something so incredibly amazing to offer. If you are going through hardship and you're unsure of what those gifts are, human design will help tell you and make it so abundantly clear to you that there will be no way for you to turn back from a human design session and feel like you don't have something uniquely special to offer the world that maybe you felt all along but you haven't been able to identify or no one has been able to point it out for you. If you have intuitive gifts, if you have the ability to you know, work a crowd and people want to listen to what you have to say or you feel like you're you're quiet and you're you know and you're connected but you really are someone who wants to actually take time to dig into something you can master it just with you know an ease that no one else can. So there are so many incredible ways that you can utilize human design to truly understand, you know, who you are and how you best work and where you best align in this world and who your people are and this is still a relatively new this is still a relatively new phenomena. It was only downloaded by Ra-Uru-Ra in 1987. ra uru I think. Um, and <clears throat> that's, what, 35, 36 years ago. So this is still a very new modality in which to best understand who you are, how you operate, and what you bring to this world. So I would encourage you during moments of uncertainty, during times where things feel so out of control or hard, take a moment and look into a little bit more of like who you are and what you bring, because I think these are the moments in time where we feel like I don't know what the heck I'm doing with my life. I feel like I'm spinning out of control. I feel like I can't. I can barely even keep my own two feet on the ground go outside and do that grounding look into the sun with your eyes shut for a few minutes or even just one minute to feel the sun on your face and feel the earth under your feet sit on the ground if you want to crisscross your legs put your hands on top your palms on top of your legs to really ground yourself or turn your palms up to the sky to really be able to receive something and ask for something you know, say out loud, like, I'm I'm looking to be grounded in this moment of absolute uncontrol. You know, I'm, I'm feeling out of control. I'm feeling out of whack. I need to just ground. I'm going to sit here. Like, please, you know, show me a sign that this grounding is going to help me as I try to navigate this time of uncertainty. And you can ask your spirit guides or ask your angels or ask whomever. And I know that sounds a little kooky, but literally, if you ask, you shall receive. Try it. Ask for something. A feather. Ask for... You know, the, a symbol of a bird or a flower that you want to see. And just be open-minded. And, you know, it might be you ask for something and, oh, wow, I never knew that this has been in this photo in my room this entire time. I can't believe I never noticed it. Like, be mindful of what you're asking for because I guarantee you it will show up for you. Think about numbers that mean something to you. If you want an angel number, say, I please, like, help me identify and be open to receiving a number from you my guide that signals what I should be doing next like I am open to receiving this gift from you and I thank you so much for for being there to help show me the way as I try to navigate this journey that feels completely out of control for me and give I hate to say give up and give to God but in a way that's kind of what I'm saying because this is we're in such a critical period in just life in general where we're taking the world that we need everyone to be showing up as their best selves all the time to enable us to you know we want I want to leave the world a better place than I found it and I want my kids to inhabit a world that's full of love and not full of fear I want my kids to be completely aware of who they are and how they best deal with things like grief hardships uncertainty tough times, economic distress, and feeling like while, while things are out of control, the one thing that you can always continue coming back to is you. I'm going to leave it there for today. If you have any questions, or again, if you're interested in learning anything more about human design, please reach out to me. I'm super, super passionate about it. Hope everyone has a truly amazing rest of their week, and stay tuned next week for another episode of Kylie Says. You